Hello, dear spirit, and welcome to this episode entitled Change. Before I start this episode, I have to give a public announcement since I'm aware that some of the listeners that I have participate in earthly denominational and sectionalist lifestyles, and as a result, only see with their carnal eyes and hear with their carnal ears, which prevents them from living in the spirit. Therefore, they are seeing and never perceiving, and hearing but never understanding. When I do these episodes, I do not have a particular audience in mind. In other words, my episodes are not directed to one gender over another, but those beyond the binary, those who live in the spirit, like Christ did and his disciples did and do. So this is a reminder to those who practice worldly living. If you have the opinion that spirits that sound like women should not speak at all or proclaim the good news, I ask that you walk by the Spirit and be edified by the words that this Holy Spirit speaks. But if not, you have the option to shut this episode off. The power is in your hands, not mine. I do not quench or grieve the Holy Spirit who dwells within me, as Paul states not to do in various scriptures. Therefore, I use whatever medium God has provided me and trust and obey in the Spirit to proclaim His Word that lives forever. The bottom line is that the Word of God is advanced, that no one should perish. So why limit anyone from doing so unless your agenda is to prevent the Word of God from spreading? So I ask those who live not by the Spirit, Dear human, what's your agenda? Dear human, let me remind you that there is now no condemnation for those who are like me who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set us free from the fleshly law you live under, which is powerless. So I'll move forward in all the power that the Spirit gives me with this episode in agape love, grace, and peace. And I pray to God who sits on his mighty throne, who is exalted forever and ever. And I ask that he bless this episode in the powerful name of Christ Jesus. Amen. So again, this episode is entitled Change, and it's about my observation on how Christ brought people to him. If you're seeking truth, love, joy, peace, patience, and anything that is good, you're actually seeking Jesus, the true and living God. And the amazing thing is, is that God is your teacher and he dwells within you and he will guide you to fully knowing all the good that you seek. Trust him, obey in him, and he will guide you and it will be done. Jesus is faithful to each of us who seek him and he will do it. The scriptures tell us that Jesus is the cornerstone. And in relation to architecture, A cornerstone is the stone laid for structure. It's the first stone laid for structure. It all starts with Jesus. We must learn from him. He is our cornerstone. We build on him. When Jesus began his ministry, Jesus spoke about a simple yet essential principle, change. Matthew 4.12 tells us that Jesus moved to Capernaum after he learned that his cousin John the Baptist was put in prison. And in verse 17, it tells us soon thereafter that Jesus began to preach, quote, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Repentance is an easy concept to understand. The ancient Greek word for repent or repentance is to change. So what did and does Jesus want people to change exactly? Well, first I think we should ask, why 
Jesus wanted people to change, which will help us understand what exactly Jesus wanted those people of his time and the people of today to change. During that time, Jesus wanted people to change because he was the Messiah. He was the new covenant to come. He knew the importance about getting people to change their mindset to accept something new, which was him. He knew that most of them were rooted in Jewish faith or the law of Moses, or rooted in nothing at all, or those who dabbled in the law but were double-minded, wanting to please God but ultimately faithful to pleasing humans over God just to maintain what they thought was peace, which is actually nothing more than deception and folly. It's the same thing in today's world. Jesus knew then, just like he does now, and he knows everything, (laughs) that the only way for people to follow him as the true way, as one of God's elect, was for us to change our mindset in order for us to know him, the cornerstone in which we are to build on. So simply put, the why for change is for salvation, but ultimately to bring glory to God. And we'll come back to this in just a few minutes. What exactly did Jesus want us to change? Well, I briefly spoke about that in the why section, mindset. In Matthew chapter 5, we read that Jesus taught his very first sermon that is known as the Sermon on the Mount. Surprisingly, the very first topic Jesus spoke about is what is known as the Beatitudes. I'll read them in just one second. But Jesus wanted the people of his time and our time to change our attitudes. And in order to change our attitudes, we must change our mindset into accepting something new and different, as well as putting into practice the opposite of what we've always done. In other words, displaying traits that are contrary to popularity and what we've always done out of habit, displaying attitudes that are rare, that are countercultural in behaviors, displaying attitudes that seem weak to those who are living in the flesh, but powerful to those who are seeking love, truth, peace, and all good things. So in Matthew chapter 5, verses 3 through 10, we can read what these attitudes are. And we'll start with three, obviously. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus isn't talking about the economically destitute. He's talking about those who have humility, usually the brokenhearted, the needy, the orphaned, those who know they need a savior, not who think they are the savior. Verse four, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Verse five, blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Verse six, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Verse 7. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Verse 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. And I believe this is very important because this shows that our intentions are crucial to having a pure heart. Verse 9. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Verse 10. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. After Jesus lists these traits that we ought to put on, he is the one that mentions the why. As why we should put these on, these attitudes on. He says we're the salt and the light of the earth. But the most important verse is verse 16. It says, In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. One might ask, how do we put these attitudes on? 
and no worries. Jesus tells us that too in verse 19. Jesus says, Therefore, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Dear Spirit, if you're seeking all good things, I have no doubt that Jesus will teach you everything you need to know. Remember, Jesus is your teacher. Put in the effort and the practice that is needed for the goal, keeping the end in mind. And the end goal is your salvation in Jesus, the kingdom of heaven.